Hi, my name is Bo, and this is Trailing Rainbows. I'm not sure where I'm going, or how long it will take to get there, but you're welcome along for the ride. So let's get started. Roll down the windows if you want to feel the wind, and speak up if you want to change the music. July 22nd. Dear Mom, the state line between Wyoming and Montana is so clearly delineated it's a little funny. Both are beautiful. I stayed one night in West Yellowstone, and they have a historic theater there. I say historic. It was founded in the 60s. It's called the Playmill Theater, and they were performing a fun show about seven woodsmen who capture the women of a nearby town because they think that's the way to get wives. It was hilarious. The theater was small enough everyone in the audience could see the actors' expressions, and they did a really good job. I plan on taking a two-hour river trip, either tomorrow or the next day. Montana is so full of history, especially Native American history. I've been enjoying learning so much of the heritage of the area. I'm also looking forward to maybe seeing Bozeman and the dinosaur fossils, especially Big Al. He's one of the most complete T-Rexes they've ever found. Of course, even the most magnificent dinosaur won't have the friendly feeling of the mammoth bones in Vernal, Utah. I've always loved the story you told me about the man who was digging a well and found the giant bones of a prehistoric elephant. I feel a connection to that mammoth somehow. Maybe because we both come from the same area of the country. I called Dad today. It took every ounce of control I had to dial the number and wait for him to pick up. He sounded tired. Maybe even a little defeated. He asked me where I was and didn't push any further when I told him Montana. I tried to talk to him more about the theater and the play, but he was distant and I can't blame him. He's angry at me for leaving. I'm a little angry at me for leaving too, but more angry at him for not communicating with me. It would hurt less for him to yell at me a little than this ongoing silence of disapproval. He did tell me he would wait for me to come back to decide what to do with your ashes. The thought that your ashes now actually makes me want to vomit. Worse than the time the rotten egg exploded in the kitchen. Worse than when you tried to cook beef tongue. All the nausea in the world won't change the fact, though. You're gone, and the world has one less light in it. I asked Dad how he was doing, and he said he was okay. It took me back to the panic attacks I used to have, and how he'd say I'd be okay, to just breathe. How he'd make sure I had my inhaler, and held me close till I was able to control the breath in and out of my lungs. It makes me wonder if I'd stayed, if he'd be holding me tight right now, while the tears course down both our cheeks. Instead, the paper of this letter is damp, and the pen keeps tearing small holes in it. Neither of us is doing well without you. You were the linchpin in a family that hardly exists without you. Maybe love isn't enough to hold us together without your glue. 
Maybe our intrinsic faults will be enough to drive us apart in a world where we have so little in common. Maybe that's all that's to be expected. Parents who lose children often turn away from each other. Marriages and relationships end. I wouldn't choose to lose dad, but maybe he's choosing to lose me. That would break your heart just like it's breaking mine. If there were two people I knew would never give up on me, it would be you and dad. Now, it would only be you. I love you. Bo. I picked up a stuffed bear in Cody, and I've named it Key. He's very soft, and somehow it's comforting to have something to hold, other than the hexaflexagon from Jasper. I've successfully left that in the box for a week now, and Key makes a good replacement. I am exhausted again tonight, and I didn't even do much other than the show and dinner at an outdoor cafe. The sunset took me by surprise. Apparently, there's a fire to the west of Yellowstone. Not enormous, but big enough to cause huge clouds of smoke, and one of the most beautiful sunsets I've seen in my life. My heart ached with the beauty. It lasted a few bare moments before the sun slipped below the horizon and it was over. Dusk fell, and I sipped my tea while the stars came out. I got a text from Donovan tonight, asking if I was safe, and letting me know he'd heard from Dad. Donovan and Dara were always closer to Mom, but I imagine they're trying to be there for Dad now. He told me Dad seemed to be doing pretty well, all things considered, but that he was worried about me. It was nice to hear, though I'm not sure whether to believe him or not. Him and Dara would both be saddened by Dad and I being estranged. They would do anything to keep that from happening, for Mom's sake. I keep closing my eyes, seeing the look in Dara's eyes when she thought I wasn't looking. The questioning look Donovan gave me when he walked me out to my trailer. Even a few fever memories of Meg when I was sick, trying to pry answers out of me while she made sure I got better. I suppose there are people in this world who've invested in the continuance of my life on this earth. I should respect that, at least. I will try. I will try to be healthy. I will try to eat well. I will try to see the good in people and hope for better. I hope you can do the same. Thank you for listening to Trailing Rainbows. All credit for the original story inspiration goes to Sarah Scott. Bonus episodes are coming to Trailing Rainbows. If you're interested in hearing what Donovan, Dara, Meg, and Bo's dad have to say, and for more information on other fictional projects, please follow Bethany Jean Author on Facebook, or check out my website at bethanyjeanmedia.com. If you're interested in learning more about Bo and who she will become, please follow Bo Harris on Facebook.